Fullerton is next. Doors open on the left at Fullerton. How about Chicago? I could be there on this computer. Welcome to Foul Monkeys. This is Adam. And this is Jerry. You're listening to a gay podcast recorded out of Chicago, Illinois. And, and West Hollywood, California. This is whatever episode you want it to be baby because i don't know it's like 10 12 10 13 something, something like, that. like that and guess what i won on the powerball last night so y'all Shut can respect my up. privacy four dollars respect $4. my privacy i gotta hold on a second hold on a second hold on a second <laughs> george we gotta check them powerball tickets jerry won four dollars respect my <laughs> privacy jerry said you gotta respect his privacy though yeah, he's going to share the wealth. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sorry. I We just bought some yesterday, and it was a whole thing. Because as we had discussed later in the day, the fucking power went out. We had really bad windstorms in Chicago yesterday, and the power in our neighborhood went out. And it was – we had gone out before – and George wanted to get Powerball tickets. And like out of nowhere, like fucking hurricane rain winds while we were having brunch. And I was wearing shorts, which was stupid because I thought we were just going to run out and get it and come back. But then we went to go get Powerball tickets. So we got Powerball tickets, but I don't know if we want anything yet. <laughs> that was God punishing you for all the sin in your neighborhood. Probably. Speaking of sin, um, I know you don't check the Twitter feed, but Joe and Dallas sent us a message. And uh, well, he sent us a couple. The one first one, it says the entire I'm too old to have a bussy episode was a journey. Mm-hmm. And then the next I one. See these. Oh, and then the other one. After listening to the show, I came to the realization that one, as much as a freak, I may have thought Adam was. Adam got freak stories in reserve. Props. <laughs> Two. <laughs> Jerry is the low-key freak who comes out of nowhere with his freak flag. And three, I'm here for it. <laughs> <laughs> we love Joe and Dallas. Thanks, Joe. Uh, anyway. Speaking of sin in my neighborhood, um, Carly Rae Jepsen was last night. Oh, I had that written down. I had to ask all about it. It's on the list. Um, well, we were supposed to go for dinner at Replay. Mm-hmm. And we did end up having dinner at Replay, but it was a little touch and go because we were like, are we going to meet there? Are we going to meet somewhere else? Um, because the door, I can't remember when the doors open for her, but she had an opener. And we were like, all right, well, we can like be late for the opener and have dinner and what have you. And it was just like, are we going to have dinner? Are are the lights on at the Aragon Ballroom? Who knows? Um, but she was really good, but I I don't think I can hang out with gay people. Why? I just can't. Everybody we went to the concert with was lovely. Don't get that's not what I'm talking about. But there it was almost ruined for me like three songs in I looked at George and I was like I think I'm going to go home <laughs> because <laughs> I just, there was this group of uh, 30-ish, probably. I don't know. I can't judge people's age. Um, Gays. And I don't think any of them really wanted to be there. Mm -hmm. Or maybe, like, one of them did. And it was just, there was this one man whose back was to the stage almost the entire time. And it was packed. It was like, it was, I was just, I'm too old. But... The one man that I wanted to punch in the face was like facing away from the stage, yelling for drinks and like having full conversation with his friend. And like three times he was like, Travis, Travis, do whatever to carry out after this, Travis. And I'm all I thought about smacking him and being like, Travis, shut the fuck up and don't answer him. It's, uh, 
it just made me really hate people. But she sounded great. <laughs> it was her last stop in the U.S. Ooh. Um, but she was good. She, it was like a 22 song set with like full ass songs with four encores. Wow. Yeah, she gave it to to everybody. She put it. She put it all out there. I listened to the album. I listened to the album while I was in Orlando working. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah. I'll probably forget. Th- I'll probably forget I listened to it and then go, oh, yeah. And then revisit it in a couple of months. But I did enjoy yeah. it. There's a there's a lot of solid tracks on it. Um, but she did a lot of back catalog. Something for everybody. Did she do anything from Cinderella? <laughs> she did not do anything from Cinderella. <laughs> Oh my god, or that god awful fucking song they wrote for her in the Greece live. Who wrote that? The guy that wrote Next to Normal, didn't he? I forgot that they even added a song for her. Yeah, they added a song for Frenchie. Um and it just like it's not it's a ballad and it just doesn't fit with the whole fucking Well, if the writers from Next to Normal vibe. wrote about it, it's probably about, you know, mental health. <laughs> Or it's about her having a mental breakdown. Frenchie's breakdown. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. The bleach go into her head. Um, So we've got a lot to talk about. But, uh, you know, at first you sent the message. It said, write down touche. We got to talk about it. And I was like, oh, God, what the fuck are you talking about? So I wrote it down. And then I went to Instagram and was like, oh, yeah. So, yeah, explain to everybody what that was. Um, how do I even, Touche is a leather bar in Chicago. It is, I think the oldest bar now, mm-hmm. maybe cell blocks older. I don't fucking know. Anyway, regardless of the history, they had like a 45th anniversary party. I believe it was 45 years. Um, I should probably get my facts straight for this, but it's neither here nor there. Anyway, they booked a performer, I guess, who had performed there in the past. Um, and allegedly like kind of were like oh we just invited him because he had performed there in the past and it was like a look into touche's past or whatever and uh this person had a puppet and that's their build as eloquist even though if you watch the video which oh lord that video um his lips are moving and i'm like what are you you're just a puppet puppeteer puppeteer is that what they're called yeah um anyway Old white man, black lady puppet, and I can't remember, what is even the puppet's name? Oh, God. If you even start to type the word touche, it autofills puppet show on Google. Wild. Oh, the puppet's name is Sister Girl. And regardless of however you as a performer feel you are portraying this character you are an old white man with a black female puppet now history Waylon Flowers also had a black puppet and her name oh, really? was Jiffy oh because if you, yeah so if you look up Waylon Flowers it will come up um while he was doing Madam which was his most famous puppet mm-hmm. but he does a couple of skits with Jiffy you don't see him it's one of those where mm-hmm. he's not uh in there like you he would be when he was Madam mm-hmm. but um yeah like there's a performance uh with the village people singing YMCA and Jiffy is a part of that oh my god um, i think it's like a night at the playboy mansion or something and it's like you hefner and all these bunnies and the village people and then there's Waylon flowers and jiffy and i think madam shows up too but it's like total caricature and yes i know it was the 70s and it was a different time but that's what this reminded Mm -hmm. me of of he was probably like oh i'm just like Waylon flowers the chicago version i'll just bring out you know sister girl you know as a you know thing and i'm like oh oh (laughs) no (laughs) And it's just, and this man has doubled down and was like, I went to um, a historic black college. I'm, uh, she's an empowered black woman. And like, I don't understand the need to double down in a situation like this. Also, like, who, I did not know that there were, I don't know. 
it surprises me, and I guess I shouldn't be surprised, that in a, a large city, in a community that has been marginalized, such as the LGBTQ community, what, like the lack of self-awareness. Mm -hmm. Well, remember, just... what was the radio thing where the, the white guy, you know, that was real big in the early aughts, you know, where he would, you know, right, right in, how you doing, you know, that guy, um, what was that character? I can't remember. You know, call your mama, you know, tell your mama, you know, that one. I, I but you remember. know who I'm talking about. I don't remember the character's so. name, but that was a whole like radio thing, you know. Well, I think that there's a little bit of, not a little bit, a lot of bit of fraught intersectionality between gay white men appropriating black female phrasing or attitude or like identity even mm -hmm. and i've been and i think i talked about this on the show once i worked with a black actress once who was like why do you sometimes try to talk like you're black and i was like ah that's a i was i had no answer and i was like i think part of it is where and how i grew up mm -hmm. and part of it is the fact that there is appropriation that occurs uh, between the gay male community and I think the the um, like black female vernacular, right? Um, but yeah, but I know I, mean, I know sometimes I do it. Do you think it's because we had to in the past, you know, with our history, adopt you know um, words like girl when talking to another mm -hmm. person so that we could have some kind of code. And and adopting like well she, um, and mm -hmm. stuff like that, and then having to say like Mary, calling each other Mary, just so that you you could talk in front of you know somebody that might have you arrested. I think that's part of it, and obviously like there are probably books. I imagine there are books or people who can speak about eloquently than that, and there's probably tons of research. But like yeah, that's part of it. Um, I think there's an element of code switching that goes along with it. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think the fact that there are so many, the gay community and the black community were so intertwined in the seventies, uh, partially because of music, mm -hmm. like uh, that also kind of feeds into that. Okay. That was the end of my thought. Oh, <laughs> I thought there was going to be more. Trailed um, off. You know what's I just funny? Looked into the distance. Is um, I have friends at the yoga studio, Andrew and um, Bob, and Andrew's like, "Oh, hey, girl," you know, all the time, or he'll go like, "She," mm -hmm. and like I walked in the other day, and he was talking to the owner. He was like, "Oh, there she is," and Joe was like, "Why are you calling Jerry a she?" And Andrew tried to explain, and Joe was kind of he goes, "Jerry, explain it to Joe," and I was like, "Joe." Here's why we had to do this in the past, and it's just carried over. I was like, I don't think the Gen Z and millennials use it as much as we do. I said, but I said that was just part of our history, and I said that's mm. just you know, you know, kind of the way that our generation talks. And he was like, oh, and Bob was like, why are you gay? Why are you giving gay history to Joe? Stop. <laughs> <laughs> it's very interesting to me, and like I said, I think. Like, people are, like, shit on disco still to this day, but, like, it's so historically important for so much of not just gay culture, but American culture and, like, for minorities. It's, um, which fascinates me. Right. Oh, my God. I speak, like, this is kind of unrelated, but somebody last night, we were talking about Abbott Elementary, and somebody was like, so tell me more about, like, what Cheryl Ralph has, and I was like, sweeping glasses off the table. And... <laughs> uh, First of all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were like, oh, oh, because I got to when I was like, I was like, and you need to go home and you need to download or listen to you in the evening. <laughs> what exactly has Cheryl Lee? Oh, the needle scratches. 
Um, uh, okay, so we talked about your waxing a couple episodes ago. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to try it. So I went down to Waxology and got a manzillion, just like you, Adam. Um, oh. It wasn't so bad. No, it's stung, so bad. It stung in a couple of places. Um, the guy was very gentle around the testicles. Um, mm-hmm. And he at one point he goes, wow, you your pain tolerance is really high because usually guys are yelping and he's like, you're so quiet and you're joking and laughing and just talking. He's like, he he's like, this, this is not normal <laughs> what yeah. we usually see. And I was like, oh, I said, I think a lot of guys are just wimps when it comes to stuff like that. I was yeah. like, I'm not going to lie. It, it stings. It, it stung in a couple places. There was like one part that I didn't think would hurt at all. And it just, I don't know how it ripped or whatever. But he also said, he goes, your your hair isn't as coarse as others mm-hmm. down there. And he goes, it's a little fine. So it's just ripping out really mm-hmm. easily. But he he kept going, I just can't get over that. You're just so, you know, just having a conversation for most of this. Yeah. And then we were using chocolate wax, which made me laugh. Oh and he goes, God. he said, some people ask to eat it. I'm like, are you serious? I was like, why can't we behave? Was why don't our scented? Yes, wild. I, I know, but he was also saying he goes. Some people really like like getting into like oh rip the balls, you know. And he's like, okay, whatever. He's like, some of them get really into it because they like the pain. Hmm. And I'm like, all right. I was like, I don't even think it's that painful, but okay, you know. Mm-hmm. So wild. we'll see what happens when I go back because they had a if you get one and it's your first thing, you get a second one free. Ooh. You've got to use it in six weeks. So December 1st, I'm going to go get it all ripped out again. Nice. Yeah. I haven't booked a second appointment. I don't know if I'm going to or not. I So did they use the paper or did it, was it hard wax? It was the paper. It was the or paper. It, it looked like, okay. to me, it looked like Muslim. Muslim, Muslim, Muslim that they were putting on there. I know what. Um, and then he goes, do you want me to just take it all off? I was like, no, I was like, I'd like a little bit. So I've got like a little hat, you know, yeah. everything. <laughs> that little classy and then, stripe. And then he also didn't like do the whole butt. He just kind of did like the crack and stuff because there's yeah. still kind of hair around it, which maybe next time I'll go, hey, can you just get it all off? But I don't know yet. Um. I don't know. I don't have obviously any other experience other than what I've done, but my dude um, said that the, like the hard wax where they just put the wax on and then it hardens and then they pull the actual wax itself um, is a little bit better. But if your hair was fine, maybe that's why they did the strips. I don't know. I don't know. I don't have a whole lot of hair on my butt. Mm. in general right but around the old chocolate starfish (laughs) it gets a little furry i i texted some friends about these group of girlfriends that i did shows with and they were my friend joanna was like this is the best tweet i've received and then she so they my friend alicia who's a little bit prudish was like so what did you do and so i detailed exactly what it was and she was like oh my god couldn't you have just said no or yes and our friend <laughs> vanessa was like but that would have been boring this was so much better because like i was like oh around the franks and beans they did this mm-hmm. and, you know and then da 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 and i you know kind of detailed everything and alicia was like oh my god <laughs> I love that, like, people who are, I even if she is a prude, she's a woman, and I feel like women are essentially forced to shave their legs. Right. And all that stuff. So you shouldn't be too, too backwards about men getting a Franks and Beans wax. It's just, it was because of details. And Alicia was like, I didn't need to know all that. And that's just the way she is. And then of course, Vanessa, Vanessa is the one that'll just like out of the blue, she's texted and go, what's a Merkin again? (laughs) And I'm like, okay, this is what a Merkin is. And she goes, okay, that's what I thought. Bye. (laughs) Like, it'll just be random. What kind of lube did you say that I should get again? And it's like, oh my God, Vanessa. So I'll like take a picture. Oh, okay. Oh, straight ladies. Um, okay, so you told me to write down uh, about the dental hygienist because you had a story. Oh, 
I can't believe this is the most bizarre thing that's happened to me kind of in a while aside from it's just been a week y'all like it has been a week I some random white lady at Target told me I didn't have an ass when I was trying on jeans (laughs) and that's been on my mind and I'm like girl I know I I know I don't I know I don't I have a little one it's not like it's totally flat and then she was like it's a compliment and I was like man just go back to your own fucking dressing room um sheila i do not need your input at this mm -mm. get out of here karen um well but that doesn't always count for fucking squat (laughs) back to the dental hygienist which also occurred this week so i got my teeth cleaned um and we're i'm back in the chair and there's like a tv to your left and there's like a tv on the ceiling and your boy Drew Carey was on. <laughs> we was watching The Price is Right. Um, and of course, I was like, I know people who've been on this. Uh, and a uh, incontinence product commercial came on. Mm-hmm. And say their name. I, Maybe they'll sponsor us. <laughs> it was one I'd seen before. And I don't really see a lot of commercials because we pay for no commercial shit. Right. Um, but I had seen this before and I don't know if I'd like seen it out or whatever, but it's some paint. They're like panties and they feel like panties and it makes me feel like I'm wearing real panties and <laughs> shit like that. Um, but it absorbs your, your pee when you, you know, pee when you sneeze or what have you. Um, so I, for the longest time this week, I could not remember how we got into this conversation. Cause I'm like, how are we talking about piss at the dentist? And I just remembered yesterday. Anyway, so this was like Tuesday, Tuesday, I think, Wednesday. So this commercial had come on and my dental hygienist, who I love, she's a delight. She's around my age. She's a lot of fun. She starts talking about how she was on a road trip with her husband to see her parents who live like, I don't know, eight or nine hours away. And they were in traffic and she had to pee. And her husband was like, just wait until we get through. I think it was like Indianapolis. Just wait till we get on the other side of the city. We'll find somewhere. And traffic got real, real bad. And they're traveling with their cats. And she's like i'm gonna make it like and he's like, oh, do you want me to pull over what do you and she's like no i don't want to all these people watching me fucking squat on the side of the road so she pissed in her cat's litter box in traffic while her cats were back there and she and i'm just it's just such a bizarre story of her while you're getting teeth cleaned it's surreal <laughs> it like came out of nowhere and i'm like i just remember i'm looking at drew carey watching people spin the wheel and this lady's talking about pissing in a litter box in traffic and it was just like a very how how did my life get to this moment it reminds me of i don't there's the i think it's on instagram where it's like a phone call like a voicemail and it's this girl crying and she's like i'm at the so-and-so's house and i had to go to the bathroom and i accidentally plugged up the toilet so i fished it out and i put it in the cat box and, and then he called back and said did you take a shit in my cat box and i was like no why she goes because the cat the cat died a month ago come get me <laughs> yeah i remember that it's just I get I needs must. I've peed in a bottle while on a road trip. My and God. it's difficult. It's hard for for women. But she's like going into detail. She's like at one point she's talking about how one of the other cats started peeing next to her. <laughs> and she was like kind of proud and was like, like, that's right, mama's showing you how to pee or something like that. And I was like, I can't with this. I can't girl, get your hands out of my mouth. <laughs> it was wild my brother used to when we were little and my dad would have to go on the road trip and we would go visit him and you know mom wouldn't want to stop and danny would have to pee every 10 minutes and so she'd try to get him to pee in a bottle and he was little and you know little boys get the little boner and then he would start to pee in there get a little boner and it would shoot all over the place (laughs) 
Oh my god. I think the last time I peed in a bottle in a car was in college. Maybe on the way here when I was moving. It was so fucking hot when I moved to Chicago that I was driving this fucking like 10 foot box truck in my underwear. I'm not even lying. Like I was like, I think I've seen that advertised on, on an app somewhere <laughs> driving a truck in my underwear. Oh, I've definitely been um, presented with a video that was like hot truck driver jerking off while driving. And I'm like, that was not, that was not my, uh, my reasoning. It was, I think I moved in June yeah, I moved in June and it was hot as balls. And those trucks are like bare bones. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it had AC, but it was like half assed and not very good. You got to roll the windows down. I had sweat so much in my life. So I have to bring this up, but then also say something a little tacky about it. Um, you mm-hmm. know, rest in peace, Aaron Carter. Oh. Um, but I wonder how many of our listeners and other gays went to go look up his masturbating video yesterday after the news hit. I know that we did. <laughs> we did. Ooh, sorry. I, sorry, I Aaron. <laughs> so crusty. Like, I was like, am I making that up? Like, rest in peace, Aaron Carter. But did you have jerk-off videos? And then someone and was then, like, oh, someone said, oh, yeah, it was the when he was in the halfway house, which made me feel even more oh guilty. Oh, my God. Was it? I don't know. Poor Hillary Duff posted about it on Instagram because they was a thing back then. And she was like, boy, did my teenage self love you. <laughs> I think her and Lindsay Lohan fought over him back in oh the day. Oh, God. Lindsay is in the back of People magazine. They do a little interview with her. And I'm just like reading it. And I'm like, everybody wants to root for you, girl. Keep up the yeah. good work. Stay sober. Everybody's rooting for you. I mean, she got a Hallmark Christmas movie coming out. Right, she did. I am rooting for her because I, she is genuinely very, very talented. I, I, I agree. Um, also, on the, you know how Hallmark does all those movies. I saw one advertised. Um, the star is Sari from Thirty Rock, and she mm-hmm. plays a doctor who describes the colors of Christmas to her colorblind love interest. And it's called (laughs) The Colors of Christmas. Is this real? Yes. I got to look this up. Oh, yeah. Because I I sent it to someone and she was like, oh, my God. That's a riot. The most colorful time of the year. Um, December 9th at 8 p.m. on Hallmark. The most colorful time of the year. Ryan is an elementary school teacher who learns that he is colorblind. Michelle, an optometrist and mother of one of his students, helps bring color into his life in time for the holidays. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I... (laughs) I cannot sign off on this as a member of the colorblind community. I have to register my distaste. I think that's tacky. As tacky as watching that Aaron Carter masturbating video while he's in the halfway house. On the day that he died. Oh, that's even tackier. God, um, we're, just, we're trash. We're trash gays. Trash gays. I, people get so weird about colorblindness. And like, <laughs> sometimes I have, so like, I play board games often enough and they have to be designed with colorblindness in mind. Sometimes like you have to add a shape if you have pieces that have a specific color. Um, Because like, there are times that I'm like, I don't, people are like, well, what color do you want to be? And I was like, I don't give a fuck the one that I can see. Um, So you you were pretty terrible at Candyland then, right? I was not terrible at Candyland. (laughs) Um, all I the gay as fuck and I feel like is this an early indicator perhaps if you loved Queen Frostine you're gay now (laughs) I don't even remember that character being a part of Candyland maybe that came like after really 
Yeah, I don't remember that. I don't remember there being really any characters. Um, yeah, that's the big thing where that there were characters. Um, because there was the the leather daddy with the the licorice. I don't um, remember that. Fuck, I don't remember their names. I remember fucking living for Queen Frostina. though she had a beautiful dress. <laughs> um, the Lord Licorice. Yeah, and, I don't the, and there's Prince Lolly. Yeah, I don't remember any of that. I wonder what year those characters debuted. Um, I don't know. Grandma Nut. <laughs> I kind of remember Grandma Nut a little bit. Um, the 1980 edition. The 19 what? 84. Oh, born. yeah, that that was way after we were playing it. Yeah, because I probably got Candyland in like 77, 78, because Danny could play it because it was just colors and shapes. So he could play. Yeah, that and was... shoots and ladders. I, shoots and ladders was boring. I did. I I needed a storyline, so thank you to whoever <laughs> inserted Grandma Nut. There you go. So speaking about trash gays, we never talked about the garbage gay that got in a fight with you on the scruff or whatever app it was. Oh, uh, I don't. I've let that go. Oh, okay. Because you said write that down. We didn't talk about that. I am trying to you know like let people live <laughs> these days i'm letting go of a lot of anger um i really wasn't i enjoy a good talk about pop music there aren't people who can like talk talk about pop music and this person had a different opinion of the importance of the original sugar babes album one touch um which i think a lot of people do these days I think it is cool and trendy to be like, I've always loved One Touch. It's revolutionary. Yes. They were never the same after Siobhan left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, we wouldn't be talking about them unless that second album yeah. hadn't happened. And You're right. They got better. <laughs> Regardless, um, what bothers me and what bothers me about this exchange is that this person kept being like, like, I don't understand why you're so upset. And I was like, I'm here's the thing. It's like, I'm not acting like I'm trying to have a conversation about it. And things popped off because they started shitting on Rachel Stevens. And I was like, and we got into an argument about like, what is pop music essentially? And he's like, well, pop means popular. And if it's not popular, like if Rachel Stevens doesn't have hits, then it can't be pop music. And I was like, that makes absolutely no fucking sense. <laughs> fucking idiot um and rachel stevens may be boring as fuck as a person but them songs is them songs is popping right you know i wonder what he would have said if you would have gone like well what do you think siobhan feels like now that she's in a karaoke band since she did <laughs> literally because she's only sung like only had anything to do with like three songs that they perform um That's, but anyway they I, I a couple of friends have sent me videos and they sound great. You can mm -hmm. look it up. They look good. Yeah. Um, and good for them. Lots but, of lean, lots of lean choreography where they just lean because you know none of none of them can dance. None of them can dance. Um, and I love how much Mattia hates red dress, but she's sure singing it to pay the bills now. Oh well, she's got to. She got no income. <laughs> Uh, those nails are them. those nails getting done don't pay for themselves. Oh my god. <laughs> She's starting to look like a little bit like um how they say post Malone looks like an old school desk. Oh my god. Uh Bless her. scribbled all over her. Um oh, but yeah. I don't know. Um garbage gay, so I yes. hate opening Growler because I just get inundated with spam and then people wanting me to unlock. They're like 6,000 miles away. So this guy 
I was in Orlando and it, it kept going, you've got a message. And so I looked and then they would start up. And this guy was like, oh, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, I looked and I was like, uh, I'm sorry, we're not a match, but thank you. You know, have a nice day. And then he replied, can you unlock? No, no, I can't. I told you I wasn't interested. I'm not going to get let you look at the goodies. No. As Sierra said, stay in the jar. Quit, quit asking. I would... And this is just, I guess, a difference of opinion, attitude, perhaps generation. But I would, you know, bless him with a little dick pic. Sometimes I do, but this just kind of, like I clearly said, oh, thank you, but, you know, we're yeah. not a match. And I'm, yeah. You know, and if it's you like, already said no, like if, if somebody was like, I don't know, I might. If somebody was like, Oh, I understand, but you're just so hot. Could you unlock? I might be like, I am so hot. Yes, you can see it. See, and that's like the the you're so, but you're so hot. Like when they text, when they text, when they text me, um, when they, they email emailing me, you, and they say, oh, you know, we go around, and I look, and I'm like, mm, not interested. Nice, you know, very politely go, you know, I'm not interested. Thank you, mm-hmm. but you're so hot. Thanks, and then they keep going, and I'm like, I've already said no. I told you I'm not interested. Flattery's still not going to get you in my pants. Just quit it. I think I told one guy that just kept going on and on. I said, please don't make me block you. I've said no three times. I'm not interested. Please don't make me block you. And then he quit. But then he looked at me the other day and I'm like, oh God, please don't start this shit again. I've already told you no. Damn, it must be hard to be beautiful. I, I, well, I don't, it's not even that. It's just... They just coming off creepy. And I'm like, do you even think that I'm as beautiful as I am? Or, <laughs> <laughs> or, <are> you, <laughs> or are you just creepy? Um, yeah, I I don't know. I don't keep like on apps, I don't keep like locked pics of my junk. It's just out there. I mean, it probably is just out there, to be honest, because everybody's business is out there. If you look hard enough, you'll find everybody's dicks on the internet, pretty much. If you're looking in the right places. But that said, I'm like, no, I don't want... It's a penis. You know what a penis looks like? I've got one. Like, you know what? You've got, I want, got one. I know how to use it. Maybe you'll get to use it. I don't know. Um, so uh, I, uh, interesting tidbit of trivia. Mm-hmm. There is a website called glory hole to go, and they will send oh. you a glory hole curtain made of really strong fabric material and a tension rod. So you can make your glory hole to go and you can wow. like pop it up. They have one called the traveler. It's like did you, go buy, did you buy it? They're fucking expensive. Are they? <laughs> and Damn, you can just I probably, wish I thought of that. You probably make your own, you know, just get, you know, if you can if you travel, get your own tension rod as long as it fit, fits in your suitcase and then just cut it out, cut out a hole with scissors. Mm-hmm. It might look janky, but it'll work. Um, but yeah, I discovered that during internet research because I, I have a friend in Pennsylvania, not in Pittsburgh. But um, he had a glory hole set up, so I was asking him about it, and uh, he was telling me how he made his. And then um, mm-hmm. there's somebody on Twitter that I follow, and you know, I was looking at his thing, and I'm like, well, God, I mean, can it be that expensive? And so then I came across that, and was like, yes, it can. God damn. I know a lot of people who have um, makeshift ones. Well, I told you about my friend George that. Um, he was away doing summer stock and mm-hmm. uh, he called he a neighbor of his called and said, um, George, are you giving blowjobs in your apartment? And he was like, no, I'm in whatever city. Why are you asking me this? And he goes, um, I answered an ad on Craigslist and got over and was in the middle of being blown in a glory hole. And I looked around and I was like, I've been in this apartment before. <laughs> and he was like, oh my God. He goes, it's yours. So George had to call and go, Hey, you need to get out. You know, I found out you're doing you know, glory hole ads in my apartment and we can't have that in the building. <laughs> oh, on one hand, responsible. On the other hand, why you got on somebody's glory hole? 
Well, I mean, if you're subletting somebody's apartment and somebody kind of has a little name, you may not be wanting to have your apartment, you know, all over the Broadway internet chats going, I got a blowjob in XYZ's apartment. You know, I think it was him. Well, that is my friend. Add a little steak to your career. My friend also said that he goes, man, when Craigslist died, it like just destroyed my glory hole business. And I'm like, your business? And he goes, well, you know, but he's like, I used to have a couple of Broadway guys that would come over all the time. And um, he's like, I think I sucked off Neil Patrick Harris. And he goes, oh, I said, really? He goes, well, the only reason I know is because a neighbor goes, hey, I didn't know you were friends with Neil Patrick Harris. And he goes, (laughs) why are you asking that? He goes, oh, I saw him coming out of your uh, apartment or uh, coming out of the building as you, you know, as I was coming in. And so I just, he was coming, it looked like he was coming from his floor. So he was like, oh, I think I sucked off Neil Patrick Harris. (laughs) Between shows. Between shows. I mean, I've been on that. I, but I, please, two show days back in the day. I know. I think I'm going to pull an Adam Hoke and I have a four hour layover in Dallas. And uh, I might try to find some while I'm at anybody near Love Field that can host. Not doing it in the bathroom. Yeah. I'm lucky I haven't been arrested <laughs> for that. Well, no, I'm not that I like do that anymore, but back when I moved to, I had quite the send off, I believe Baltimore and Philly. <laughs> I don't understand why I would have flown from Baltimore to Philly then to Liverpool. I had a layover somewhere, but. The Baltimore airport has been lucky for me on several occasions. I'm just saying. I, uh, I I know you don't watch it, but the new American Horror Story is set in New York during the 80s. And most people are like, oh, yeah, I like it. It's terrifying. But most of them are going, man, this reminds me of how stupid I used to be in my youth and where I would go. To, I would probably should have ended up getting killed, but I didn't. But I was going for some dick. So I was reckless. And mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, it kind of does remind me of being younger and the seedier places that you would go to and be like, Oh yeah, this is fine. Yeah. I'm in this bookstore with like 20 years worth of cum on the walls and I'm yeah. putting my, you know, hands on it and not washing them after. And I, Oh, it's fine. I'm on the floor, you know, on my yeah. bare knees. It's fine. It's oh, all good. <laughs> it still exists. Books still exists i know but Um, it's just that that recklessness of youth they're like oh yeah i can do it in central park no big deal it's during the daytime we're covered yeah i don't know how i got away with some of the stuff (laughs) i got away with in grad school myself um what was i gonna say what the one time i don't know if i've ever told this story about the one time that sticks out in my mind that i got a very like spidey sense like Mm -hmm. you need to go you should you should go and um <laughs> but also i got the sense that i had to be like tend like everything was fine to get out of the situation right. this sounds a lot scarier than it was it was actually kind of hilarious i went to go hook up with this guy in pittsburgh years and years and years ago and it was like uh before i knew that like lights off ass up was like a thing mm-hmm. this guy was like yeah i just want you to come over and like i'll blow you or whatever and it's gonna like the lights are gonna be off and you just come into this room and i'll be there and i'll suck your dick and i was like hmm, sounds interesting okay like we'll give it a shot and so i drove to this place and it was like a long like fucking haunted driveway like gravel driveway up to this property oh my god you were in barbarian it was it was a thing <laughs> so i get there and there's a pool that's covered and then like steps up to like like a single level kind of it may have been a really nice double wide i'm not sure but it was like like a like one that looked like a house mm-hmm. and like completely pitch fucking black, like to the point where I would a flashlight before they were on phones. And I'm going to be like, hmm, this is a little weird. It's a little creepy, but you know what? This dick ain't gonna suck itself. 
and <laughs> open the door and it is smelly like like cats probably mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or like pets like pet store smell and there's just shit everywhere you can't really see what it is you can't tell sort of anything other than shapes mm-hmm. and there is a there's a path forward that has been cleared and i'm like okay this is weirder and weirder i'm not into it and i hear him like oh through here and so i'm i'm walking and i think probably like a area or something like that and shit everywhere still still smells like cat piss and this is just a cat piss show it is it is um and this person was clearly not the person in the pictures they had sent mm-hmm. and it was like a it was my first realization that kind of like i was like oh this isn't a fetish necessarily it's to get guys over here that he wouldn't normally get right and i was young and naive and i was like why would anybody do that that's so <laughs> misleading i feel I feel like i've been lied to um but i did get like a weirdly aggressive and everything was like adding up in my mind that it was not a place that i should be mm-hmm. and <laughs> i did like I, I I started to perform, so to speak, and I was like, okay, like this body is a lot larger than I had anticipated. Things smell weird. I think somebody else might be here. And I <laughs> it was I think my first time ever, and I don't know if other people do this. But there's been a couple of times where this has happened, but it was my first time ever where I was like, oh, 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 I came. Bye. And he's like, oh, oh, did you? And I was like, yeah, no, I must. I, I'm sorry. I might have got it on your 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 couch or something. I'm sorry if I, I, I didn't hit you with it, but um, I got to go. Bye. <laughs> uh, I hope you were a better actor than that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Trust me. But I've had, to, there's been a couple of times where I was like, ugh, this isn't going to end anytime soon. Right. I'm going to need to wrap it up. Wrap it up fast. Um, speaking of that, that's what I, there's one thing I just can't do. And people ask for it, especially in hotel rooms where they're like, hey, can you, you know, be ass up, all the lights off, and your hotel room door cracked? I just can't do that. Because half the time I'm at the hotel for work, and I'm like, all I need is for someone to be like, oh, this is Jerry's room. Why is this door open? Hey, what do you, ah! <laughs> but also, they do it a lot here on Sniffies, where they're like, oh, are you going to be ass up? And I'm like, no. You know, you're not going to come into my apartment where I can't see who it is and yeah. just let you just stick it in. And But they're... There's tons of advertisements and I just, I'm like, wow, you know, and then some of them have like 50 people signed up and I'm like, Mm. Jesus, where they're just like, you know, collecting loads and they're like, I'm on my 15th. And I'm like, aren't you sore yet? You know, aren't you rubbed raw yet? Mm. Well, I mean, if you're, I guess, lubed properly, I don't know. You got a bunch of, you got a bunch of seed in you to lube you up. I don't think I like it being called seed. See, trolling for seed. Uh, <laughs> That's one of my favorite things to say about someone. What's he doing trolling for seed? <laughs> I think that whole situation is not for me. Yeah. I, you know, I, there's a little judgment, but not a lot. Also to be like, I think you need therapy if you're going to have 50 guys come over and you're just collected loads. But um, maybe not. If, I don't know. If mm. you know, if you know yourself, and you know, like, what your what your issues are or kinks are, and you are comfortable with that being of your like, like boner I, garage, like our friend boner garage. 
you know, he does those, you know, yeah. like come dump, ass up. What's mm-hmm. a come dump? Do you know what a come dump is? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. I could, I, I wouldn't do it in a house. I get the, I get it. I get why it's appealing uh, to a certain extent. I could, I could, I could see why, but um, I'm also just like, to your point, hotel maybe, mm-hmm. but like I need to know who's gonna rob me. Well, and like you know, I uh, like this one guy messaged me, and if he was really his pictures, he was so fucking like hot, and but he was like, "Can I come over and you be ass up, all the darts up, lights off, and I just fuck you hard?" Now, there was a part of me that wanted to go, yeah, let's try it. But the whole, I'll just fuck you hard. I mean, to me, that was like, I'm not going to get any pleasure of this. And I'm just going to be like, just pounded within an inch of my life so he can get off fast and get out. I'm like, that just doesn't sound appealing. You know, romance me a little bit. (laughs) She's a lady. (laughs) I'm a lady, goddammit. I can't. mm, I don't know. It just seems messy. I'm not into, I'm not into cleanup. Yeah. It's like a whole thing. Um, God, I can't remember what I was going to say. Probably something about cum. (laughs) Back to the cum conversation like we had with Frederick. (laughs) Oh my God. I, uh, yeah, no, I don't, I don't know. No king shame. And I've certainly partaken, uh, but, um, and sometimes I'm really into it. And sometimes I'm like, get that away from me. It's just, I don't know. Sometimes that's when I think my spidey sense hits in when I was like, yeah, I'm totally going to swallow. And then my spidey sense is like, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. And I'm like, never mind. Put it on my chest. I prefer to know if somebody is going because there are times I've been in situations where I've been like oh oh you've just gone and done it haven't you <laughs> no warning ah uh, I'd prefer to I'd prefer some warning oh 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 you're oh oh, oh well you're done oh, okay well I that suppose. wasn't so bad <laughs> yeah I guess it's kind of like you know how um it hurts less if you get a shot, if they uh, surprise you. Uh-huh. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what it is about swallowing. I mean, oh, some I'm... people are really into it, but maybe you're just like, oh, it's over. I think like, if you're thinking about it. <laughs> I think, too, it has, if there's like a little force with it, you know, like where they're mm. just like, it just kind of throws it back, throws itself back in the back of your throat, where like, you're more likely to go. <laughs> it's like taking a shot. Yeah. Um, I don't want, I will tell you though, that, and I've had this conversation on the show before. I don't, I do not want to, um, snowball. No, that's not for me. Yeah. No, that's, I wouldn't want to do that with peanut butter. And I like peanut butter more than I like cum. (laughs) Or they do it. They go down there and they're like, kiss me. No, yuck. (laughs) I'll, 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 I'll kiss you after but I don't want it to still be in your mouth. <laughs> I don't want you to, ugh. this poor guy that, I, again, I might be repeating myself, but there was this guy that I had a roommate and unbeknownst to the guy I was hooking up with, he had gone to high school with my roommate, mm-hmm. but he was not out. And this guy's specific kink was like, I want you to come on my face and then we're going to make out like with it on my face, like ah, all over. And I was like, that hundred percent like something. I mean, I was in my, you know what, let's try it phase, <laughs> which is how I ended up with a foot in my mouth. Uh, <laughs> but it was not, it's not for me. Um, but this poor man, I didn't know that, he knew my roommate and my roommate didn't know who this guy was and didn't he go to leave after our hookup session run into my roommate and about shit his pants i got like 14 panicked text messages about it like 
all this crazy like that's not that was my real name that's not who i am um if if your roommate says that he knows me like he doesn't know me like that's not who i am and i was did like, your roommate know down. who he was oh yeah oh okay and um i had to and i also was like oh you know her guess what she's into which is terrible of, of me. I acknowledge Here that. we go, being terrible gays again. Terrible gays. I was in my 20s. I didn't know better. I was oh. horrible. I was a bad... I feel like... Mm, I don't want to make a gross generalization, but most of us were horrible people in our 20s. Yeah. You know, just trying anything, crossing stuff off the bucket list. You so know, self. hooking up and then going, I don't want anything to do with you anymore. I This poor guy in St. Louis. <laughs> we agreed to meet. This is when it would be a phone. You know, the megaphone, you mm-hmm. know, and you would, so we agreed to meet at this bar and he, I saw him and I was pretty sure it was him, but he kept like, not like, like looking and then turning away and finally went up and said, are you so-and-so? And I he goes, yeah. And I, he was, I was like, why didn't you just say something? He was like, well, I was afraid you'd reject me, whatever. So it, it came to find out that he used to be like 300 pounds and then he lost a bunch of weight and he was like mm. 130, 140 now, but he had like a lot of loose skin. So he was nervous. I was like, whatever. Well, I got a little too drunk and I invited him back. So we messed around and had oral. But at one point he was like kind of not on top of me, but above me. And his boobs were hanging down and they looked like a little old ladies where they were just kind of saggy, like E.T. boobs or something. (laughs) I was like, "Mm." so he spent the night, whatever. And then he left in the morning because I had to go to work. And then I was just like, oh, I'm not interested. And then (laughs) We went out to the bar and I had a bunch of actors from the rep with me and he kept trying to talk and I was just not interested. <laughs> I just ended up ghosting him. And oh then I saw God. him about a month and a half later and he looked at me and glared and then turned around and was like hanging on some other guy, but kept looking to see if I was looking to see that he was hanging on someone else. And I was like, whatever, whatever, you, ET, whatever, ET boobs. You deserved it. <laughs> You did. Just it's, asshole gay. Oh, yeah. Mean. That could have been the love of your life. Oh, could have. Yeah. <laughs> you missed out. Totally. Uh, well, I feel like this might be a one show kind of day. I'm tired. I do too. Yeah. I think we've talked enough. There was a lot of cat piss. I might call this the cat piss show. The cat piss show. There was something else I wanted to tell you. I think. I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> It's like I said, it's been a week between the cat piss and a couple of other things in my day job situation. I am, oh, I need a break. I'm going to go work out after this. Get it. And I think I'm going to buy, I'm not, and this is controversial for me because I don't like to wear sweatpants. Something about it makes me feel gross Mm -hmm. and like not classy. And Somebody was like, oh, yeah, you got to wear sweatpants to your 8 a.m. classes in college. And I was like, no, no, I want to <laughs> look good. Um, but now we live so close to our gym that it doesn't really make sense to shower there. Right. And like, to be fair, their showers are like iffy. Right. And um, I used to shower like if there was if the steam room was working, maybe I'd go steam. I'd have a little get a shower whatever but lives close that i'm just gonna wear wearing gym shorts like my gym shirt right now and i just want to be able to pull sweatpants on right go work out put them back on and go home and well you don't have to get sweatpants you could get athletic pants Uh, same thing no sweats are like gray sweatpants that we want oh i almost filmed yesterday (laughs) i was in the yoga studio because i was working my shift and there's a boxing studio next to us. And as I mm. came around the corner, they were jumping rope. And I saw a guy in gray sweatpants and just that flop as he jumped. And he couldn't really see. And I was like, I almost put my camera up to it. And I was like, no, don't be that gross. You creep. I know. Watching him jingle jangle as he was jumping rope. Jingle oh, jangle. Um, one more thing. So I hooked mm-hmm. up with this guy in Orlando on Sniffies. And he was like, I'm closeted. And, you know, I'm I'm married. I don't have a picture of my face. I was like, whatever. He came over and he was kind of handsome. He was older. But when mm-hmm. he opened his mouth, I'm like, who do you think you're fooling? Uh, <laughs> you ain't fooling no one. 
he fooled his wife, apparently. I guess. Oh, it was very mediocre, but it only lasted. <laughs> it only lasted like three minutes, so it wasn't like a lot of my time. Good Lord. I, well, I hope that he is a new listener. No, he wouldn't even know because he he said, thank you. And I was like, oh, you're welcome. Then he blocked me on Sniffies. And I'm like, oh, really? Are you that closeted? You're just fooling it's the, yourself. It's the immediate, it's the immediate regret. Yeah. It's, it's, if I block them, it didn't actually happen. It didn't happen. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, well. Oh, well. Okay. Well. All right, enjoy friends. Enjoy the rest of your day. Yes, you too. Thank you for listening, friends. Franz. Franz. <laughs> so uh, we're going to say goodbye. I guess. All right. How anticlimactic. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, tune in next time for All right. more cat piss and cum. There we go. <laughs> All right. This is Adam. This is Jerry. Bye. Thank you for getting foul with foul monkeys, and we hope you enjoyed the show. You can send feedback, dick pics, or marriage proposals to foulmonkeys at gmail.com. You can also leave us sexy messages or some really heavy breathing at 863-666-0377. Ask us questions and interact with us on Twitter and Instagram with the handle at foulmonkeys. You can also join us over at the Facebook page where things can get really, really dirty. Thank you for listening, and we will Fullerton talk to you soon. Next. Bye. Open on the left at Fullerton. How about Chicago? I could be there. In-